Welcome to this episode of the Million Dollar Mastermind. I'm Larry Wydell, and before we get started, if you want to know exactly how to win again and again, go to WydellOnWinning.com forward slash webinar now to watch something I've put together for you. Now let's get going into this episode of Million Dollar Mastermind. I'm here this afternoon with Dr. Roger Schwelt. Hey, uh, Doc, do you go by doctor? You go by Roger? How do you go? You can call me anything you want. I'm, okay. It's fine okay. with me. Yeah. <laughs> Let's call you uh, Roger. And, Sounds good. Uh, uh, not to uh, belittle what incredible amount of work it takes to become a doctor, but, uh, you know, you've got a phenomenal story, phenomenal story. And I'm just look over here and read some of the uh, uh, not only in medicine, you know, I don't know how, how you evaluate a, a medical practice, but uh, you're impressively uh, started this uh, business called medcram.com. And since 2012, it's an education, medical education video program started in 2012, uh, over 100 million video views. Uh, right at 1 million subscribers. Uh, incredible. And you've done the bulk of those videos from what I understand. So congratulations on that. That's a, a monumental achievement, uh, Roger. Uh, Thank you so much. And from doing that and other things, you know, reaching the point where you could launch, have a successful launch, there's a lot of... Uh, things in your background where you've learned how to navigate life, obviously, uh, successfully that beyond the medical technical details, just the navigation of life is a key that usually is not addressed. You know, we, you know, we put kids through school and they get edgy and they learn history and reading, writing. I don't know what they learn anymore, but, you know, used to, you know, you try and cover the basics, but it's how you use that information and how you deal with problems and setbacks and how you make decisions and how you deal with setbacks and uh, yeah. turn things around in life to your advantage and really how you find uh, your niche out there where you can position yourself in a area that you really will be excited about. And uh, well, it'll be worth it for you to pay the price to continue to, get good at it, you know, or maybe excel and do something unique. All of these are skill sets that are not addressed. And we, we find the best place to find those answers is people like yourself is who have worked their way through it. And yeah. uh, it's really fun to talk to a doctor. Because <laughs> I'll tell you, you know, looking from the outside at a doctor, you feel, okay, they went through this long education program and now they become a different kind of human being and they don't have the kind of problems and they're, you know, they're on another level. I can't really relate to, you know, a doctor has all the answers. A doctor doesn't have real problems, you know, financial problems, personal problems. You know, a doctor's just, you know, got it made, really. You know, that's why I think most kids start out on the doctor path. You know, I want to have it made when I get that degree. And so let's peel back that onion and uh, 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 let people know that, uh Doctors have got to win too. Just because you have a big degree doesn't mean that uh, you know you have a uh, golden street laid out in front of you. So 
talk to us yeah. about your your story and how you wound up starting this platform and uh uh you know where did this all come from where do you think it started well that's a great question larry and, and i try to uh, try to put it together you know what we do on medcram is we try to explain things carefully or clearly actually and so i'm trying to, in my mind trying to put the whole story together i i think you've got to go you've got to go back to the beginning of of just me growing up if you knew who i was in elementary school, if you knew who I was in junior high, you, you would, I would be the least likely person that you would have thought would have been a doctor or, or anything successful. Uh, I mean, I, I used to get C's and D's in, in junior high. Uh, elementary school, I'd have numerous meetings uh, with parent-teacher conferences because I just, uh, just wouldn't get my homework done or I wouldn't concentrate. I wanted to do something else. You know, if you had just left me alone with Legos, uh, I think I'd have been just happy. Um, I didn't really see the need to, to, to go to school or to, you know, I'd sometimes play sick because I didn't want to go to school. It was just kind of a, a boring thing for me. And uh, I'd constantly turn in my homework late. I mean, I remember distinctly in junior high, we would get progress notes and, and the progress notes, <laughs> this is back in the 80s, if you remember this. Uh, mm -hmm. You put these carbon copies into a typewriter and you'd be able to type on the carbon copy inside the in the inside the envelope and you'd have to open up the envelope to see what it said right basically right basically those things so i knew that uh, if i were to get home this is and i was a latchkey kid too at the time right this is back in the 80s uh, you know yeah uh, gen xer so if i was home early enough i could get to the mailbox first to get yeah. those progress <laughs> notes because <laughs> i knew my dad and listen, I was brought up in a great home. My father was a school teacher. My mom was a nurse. Oh, okay. Uh, my dad, uh, who they I weren't able lot. to explain to you the advantage of doing well at school. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, that's a whole other story. My my father was a, a school teacher until he was about forty years of age, and then he decided to go to dental school with four ah. kids. Ah. And uh, that's a story right there. Uh, going out of it, and this was in Canada, where it was pretty much a, a straight shot. He had a pension already set up and everything. Uh, to, to leave that, to pull us all out of school, to move 3,000 miles away from Toronto and land us in a, in a place in Southern California called Loma Linda, wow. uh, which, is, which is a medical institution. He went to dental school there. I grew up in the shadow of that medical center. And so a lot of the same thing that you're going to hear over and over again today is sometimes life is, uh, is a result of not just what you want to make it, but also the environment that you surround yourself with. And uh, that'll be that'll become more and more clear. Okay, so here here's this kid, this 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 me, and I'm getting D's in U.S. history. I'm getting barely putting C's in math. You know, those aren't the grades that you go into medical school with. So obviously something happened, and it was pretty clear to me that for some reason I remember this in eighth grade, thinking, okay, it's ninth grade next year, it's gonna matter. Things are gonna start mattering. Things are gonna be recorded. This is the rest of my life. And I think I just, I was a late bloomer. I, I started to come into this late. Then I started to apply myself um, and realized that this was, this was serious business. I mean, I, I could be something or I could be nothing. And, and so I started to apply myself and try, but it's still, I wasn't a straight A student by any means. Uh, I think I graduated from high school with a 3.3 GPA. That's, that's decent. It's not exceptional. It's not going to put you apart from the rest of the crowd. Um, I, I barely slipped into college, had a great time 
in, in high school taking classes. I remember the valedictorian of my high school, I graduated from Redlands High School, which is a, a beautiful town in Southern California, uh, had a very old high school, very uh, a lot of tradition and the, the, about a thousand kids in my high school class and uh, the valedictorian, Marty Witham, I'll never forget her. She was, the, she was the top student in that class. And I was in a couple of good, good classes because I started to apply myself, but I wasn't getting straight A's. And one of the nemesis of my classes was French class. I just could not do well in French, even though I was from Canada, I was born in Canada, I couldn't speak yeah. French. Um, <laughs> and so uh, Marty asked me, and, and I was in science class and I was just nailing science, why? Because I liked it. She asked me, sick, Roger, how can you do so well? in these classes, you're a smart guy and you, you do well in these science classes, but she was also in French and she knew, she knew that when, uh, when Madame Gregory, the teacher would, you know, ask a question in French and she would always say, Roger, and I would have to finish the, the question. And, and it was like, you know, I was like, we, oui, that was it. That was the answer. Uh, I was horrible at French. And so she knew that she's like, how come you're so good at these classes, but you're not good at those classes. And I remember my answer to this day, my answer was, because I don't like those classes. Yeah. And what, what a dumb answer that is, right? So nobody goes, I mean, I can tell, I can look back on that now and say, we don't go to school because, and take classes and do well in them because we like them. We, we go to school and go to class and do these things because these things are important for us to learn later on. And that was just me not mature. So anyway, where I'm telling you this is, 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 I think, really the key here is coming up. First day of college, and I barely got into college. I went to the University of California, Riverside, which you know, it's a UC school. It's a pretty, pretty good system. Um, and I knew that I was going to major in the hardest subject that I knew. That was just what I was going to do. I was going to take the bull by the horns, and I was going to go somewhere. I had no idea that I even wanted to be a doctor at that point. What made you make that decision? Okay, so again, because, you know, uh, you started up. You started yeah. up by saying the advantage of explaining things clearly, and that's your march, your mantra on your <laughs> website. You know, yeah. And so obviously, you saw something clearly about the future, about taking on a challenge like that. You had to see something that caused you to put yourself through that kind of challenge. Hey. Listen, there's a lot of information online, but there aren't a lot of people who have actually done something. In my case, I've actually built a successful business that's accrued over $5 billion in assets under management and has done well even during trying times. Now, if you want to know exactly how I've done this, go to whiteellenwinning.com forward slash webinar now. I've compressed a decade of learning into five short weeks just for those of you who want to give yourself an incredible advantage and are tired of waiting and watching others move up. I knew that I wanted to be something. I knew that I wanted to do something big, but I didn't know how to do it. So it probably was a bad decision, but it actually turned out to be a good decision. So I picked chemistry. I'll tell you why. And, and again, here's me. Here's me again. This is back in eighth grade. I had a school teacher by the name of Mr. Chuck Mendoza, and he was our general science teacher in, in eighth grade, okay? So one Sunday, he says, we're gonna go on a field trip. And the field trip was going to UCR. That was the college that I ended up going into. And this is the reason why I ended up going there is because we went, so, so uh, back up here, imagine high school, uh, junior high, you show up every day. 
you go to this class, you got to read the book, you got to do this. Learning was very abstract. It was very, it was very rote. It was nothing exciting about it. And I didn't like it. And so, you know, why it was so much more interesting to work with my Legos. So Chuck Mendoza takes us to UCR open house. It's a Sunday. We go down there and man, I was just, my eyes opened because you had the chemistry department outside their building with all of their experiments that they were doing and their graduate students showing the, the things that they were doing. Then you had the, went over to botany and they had all these plants and entomology had all these insects and the things that they were studying. And I'm like, wow, this, this school is amazing. Of course, I had no idea that all universities and colleges do this. <laughs> I just saw that UCR did this. And I thought, this is a great place. I love to be here. At that moment in my life, I knew that I wanted to go to UCR because of just because of open house. Isn't that just incredible? Yeah. So I went into a program called the high school university program. And I barely got into that too. I, I, and this is a program where I was able to do a university class while I was in high school. And it got, and I, because I got into that program, that was full acceptance into the UC program. So I, I literally got accepted to UCR while I was still in high school. And I'll tell you that just college was the, if I, if I could go back to any time in my life, the best time I ever had in my entire life was those four years of university, because it was just like you, whatever you want to learn, you can go learn it. And there's, there's, it's practical. And it's like, you can delve into things you can. And, and here's the thing that, that changed it for me. And this is where I'm getting to. Here's the climax. Okay. It, it, yes, it was at UCR that I got involved with teaching and I was able to hone my skills. It was at UCR that I taught for a, um, a Kaplan, Kaplan, which is a, a test prep center teaching the MCAT. So that's really where I honed in my teaching skills. But this is the one thing that, that really did it for me. And, and, I, and I can't say it enough is that's where I met my wife. <laughs> and that's, that's where we that's where we pick this up. So first day of chemistry class, there's this beautiful blonde girl sitting in the front. And uh, I was pathologically shy. I mean, I, I had never dated at this point. I was very sheltered. I lived, I, even, at, even when I was in college, I, I commuted from home. I stayed at home. And uh, it took me a whole quarter just to even learn her name, uh, Betty. And uh, and it was, she was actually in my lab section and uh, could have gotten her name very easily now looking back, but just very shy. Anyway, make a long story short, she was the, completely the opposite of me. She was, she, she was born with a stethoscope around her neck. She, she knew she wanted to be a doctor from the, from the day one. She was a 4, she, she was a 4.8 GPA student. She graduated from Corona High School uh, as the valedictorian. To her, she had never gotten an A minus in her life. She took PE during the summer so that it, when she got an A, it wouldn't bring down her GPA. I mean, she was just incredible. And I was just absolutely enamored with her. And I started to realize that the only way I had a chance with this woman would be if I got better grades. Uh, we were both, she, so she was going for a specific program in medicine. She wanted to do medicine. She was in that program. A friend of mine who was a, a guy friend from uh, high school was also uh, gunning for that program. And so we all got together and we started studying. And Larry, for the next year, I started to study. And, and this is what happened to me in my mind. I, started, I, I put academics from the back burner 
it all of a sudden, I, I diluted myself into thinking that if I could only do well in my classes, I could somehow impress this girl and she would go out with me. And so when I started to do that, this is, this is the mind blowing thing, is when I started to do that, I started to realize what I actually had the capability of once I realized what it was that I could do. I, when I got home from college, when I got home from school that day, every day, I poured myself into not only studying the material is to anticipating what the questions were going to be on the test. And I realized I could do this. And I, I, the first quarter, I had two A's and two B's. Then I, then I actually got introduced to my wife and we started talking and, and we started studying together with my friend from high school. We were basically like a, a, a threesome that we would, we would study in the library. We would, we would quiz each other. And, and this became a game. And so from, from a, from a male point of view, it was like this, here's the game, here's the rules of the game, let's play the game. And I poured myself over my academics and my books like I had never done before, like I never knew I could do before. And I'll tell you, I, it, it was scary. It was, it was scary. I was getting out of a class of four or 500, I was getting the top grade in biochemistry. I was getting the top grade in chemistry. I, I started to, to realize what I could do. I actually double majored in chemistry and biology. And I never, ever looked back after that. And I realized that my struggles in academics, my struggles in, in doing what I wanted to do before, first of all, I realized that I had no idea what the requirements were to do well. Right. I never realized right. that until I poured myself into it. And well, uh, yeah, you know, go ahead. Let, let me interrupt you, right? You know, first of all, now I figured out at this late stage of my life, why I did so poorly in chemistry at Georgia Tech. <laughs> Bs and Fs. Yeah, I it's, never it's met, not easy. I never met the beautiful blonde. <laughs> and I'm going to, uh, I'm going to blame God for that, you know. But, uh, you know, I could have had a totally different uh, career path. Had, <laughs> well, you know, it's funny had, to mention that had the had the motivation you know but one thing you say what yeah. came out of that was you had you you did something to yourself that's a very useful tool and that is you gave yourself a reason you know because the thing is roger like you said you found out uh you wanted to do great things you didn't know how to do it you wanted to do better school you didn't know how to do it and so it was a way of tricking yourself into applying yourself and focusing. But, you know, that's something you're going to have to do the rest of your life. We all have to we all have to manage ourselves and the things, you know, it's easy to look at school and say there's certain things that, you know, you're just not going to enjoy doing. And but you got to learn them. You got to put yourself through it. That's life. You know, to right. do the things you want to do, you got there's always uh, a bunch of things that are not fun but you have to wade through them or get, you know, get to the point where you can hire somebody else to wade through them. And a lot of it is uh, to get up the ladder, you're constantly having to trick yourself, talk yourself into it. I'll do this so I can get this, that self-management thing that kind of happened to you, but you can be proactive in looking for things that will give you bigger motivation and uh, just like uh, you, you know, with the grades, 
you know, finding yeah. ways to, you know, get, get the grades done and like, what's this worth to me? Why should I, that's really how we go through life. Why should I put myself through it? When I was in construction, uh, the guy worked me, you know, I graduated building construction, Georgia Tech, went to building uh, houses in the north side of town. And I mean, he worked me, I was the Mr. Outside. I was the construction superintendent. He worked me like a dog, you know, it's like intensive 12 hour days. And I said, you know, I don't mind working like a dog as long as I'm being paid for it. Yeah. <laughs> but just don't work me like a dog and then give me 10% of that, you know, uh, you know, what it's worth. And I, you know, I was always looking for the situation where, I knew you had to work like a dog in life. I just wanted to get in a position to where it would be worth it. And, you know, you could get that fulfillment and everything. And that's what you were working your, your way around too. If you enjoyed what you've heard and are dead serious about finding out for yourself exactly how this works in the real world, I've taken the most valuable business lessons I've learned over 40 years and put them into something for you to watch. Go to whiteellenwinning.com forward slash webinar now in order to move up as fast as possible. I'm Larry Whitell, and I run the Million Dollar Mastermind. Go, go, go.